going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of All About the Star right here on the Chop Sports Podcast Network. Your host, Dave Sergio, is here once again with Hugo Boy. We're bringing you in, man. It's playoff time, dude. It's time for us to really crack down on the Dallas Cowboys and what's going on with the season and how the season went as part of, like, I guess... Your overall predictions of how you thought it was going to go and did it go according to plan? We'll get into all that. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff um, that happened over the past week as far as, you know, the Eagles game on Saturday. And then obviously we're preparing now for our matchup, our date with Destiny with the 2022 playoffs or 21, the 22 playoffs. You got the, the San Francisco 49ers coming into town. Uh, so a lot to get into. First and foremost, I got to know. Just based off of what we just witnessed on Saturday night, which was an overall thrashing of the oh, Philadelphia oh, Eagles. Yeah. I get it. Backups, whatever. Still got to suit up. You're still a grown man playing in the NFL. Yep. You give up 50 points. That's that's 50 points. I don't care who you are. Um, but I want to ask you your thoughts going into that week. Did you want our guys lined up and ready to rock? Or did you want to rest and, and relax and we'll see who we played in the playoffs? How were you going into that one? They absolutely needed to play. Yeah, they, they had to um, with the way this last month, you know, this I mean, the Dak slump, I think, was quote, slump. Uh, quote unquote slump. <laughs> it was a little exaggerated. It's the Cowboys. So, of yeah. course, it's exaggerated. Yeah, but of course. he even admitted himself that he like the, the offense and Zeke and, and CD and, and Cooper. I love when Coop talks because he's always honest because it doesn't happen often. It doesn't talk. It's it doesn't like, it's much. like <laughs> seeing a bald eagle. Like exactly. you, don't, you don't see this often. <laughs> you, 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 you enjoy that when he speaks. Right. Uh, yeah. They needed the work, especially on offense. Um, they needed to get some drives together. The, the biggest key is running the football and the offensive line play and the continuity with the passing game, just all elements of the offense. They just needed, they needed work. They needed work. Remember a lot of these guys haven't played together. The guys have been in and out of the lineup. We've had like five or 10 different combinations on the offensive line. Uh, Galb's been hurt and CD's been hurt. Guys have had COVID. Dax even missed the game. Mm -hmm. You know, Zeke's, you know, been in and out. Pollard's been out. Guys haven't really had that continuity because they've been, everybody's been in and out of the lineup. So they needed the work. They absolutely needed the work. I was fine with them playing a minimum of three. I didn't want to play the whole game. Like, come on, it's it's still. you were know, you not, were not, you were you yeah. cool with them kind of chasing records? You know, I mean, obviously Dak broke Tony Romo's single season throwing, you know, touchdown record. Mm-hmm. Zeke not Zeke didn't break any records, but he got over the G that he wanted yeah. to really. Oh, he wanted yeah. to get over the one K mark, and he got that. Uh, were you okay with that? I mean, it was it was Philadelphia after all, so you're kind of like there is some bad blood, obviously. So Always. you're cool with <laughs> that, like you're you're okay with the whole. Like it, it was very apparent that there was no no there were no run calls inside the tent <laughs> when they got there. Dak was throwing that ball. You knew it was coming. There was no shot. He was handing that ball off. I mean, yeah. I, listen, those again. I, I'm like you. I follow the actual people that follow the team. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't just listen to the wrestling promo shows. Yeah. You know, so individual. You, you mean every mainstream show? Yeah, ever? Na- national yeah. media. I just yeah. throw them all in in, in one category: Fox, right. ESPN, so forth and so on. Um, those individual stats mean a lot to the players. You know, part of it, of course, is incentive based mm-hmm. with these contracts. Yeah, of course. You know, so, so money wise, it, it makes sense. The other thing is just again from a from a personal standpoint. You know, Zeke even mentioned it. He's like, "Yo, a thousand yards is my standard. I, I want to hit it." You know, and, and last year was a nightmare. You know, he he was hurt. He had COVID last year. A lot of people forget that. A lot of that people Zeke forgot had that. COVID, and 
I would have. He had COVID when it wasn't that. cool to have COVID. Yeah, when it cool, it wasn't, it wasn't cool. It wasn't <laughs> right. mainstream. Yet. Right, it wasn't. He got it before. He lost his sense of smell and taste when he was on Xbox or whatever, exactly. live streaming. Yeah, exactly. I totally. I remember that. Not a lot of people remember that, which is good. Now we're yeah, bringing it up, but yeah, sure. I, I agree with you. I think there's something to be said about these guys trying to chase their own personal accolades. They know the big picture. They know mm-hmm. the the main goal. But at the end of the day, when you when you look back at a season now, we don't want to predict this happening. But if the season ultimately ends and there's no title, you know, you do want to look back and you want to say like, look, I did the best I could. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. I, I have, there was no there was no packing it in. There was no like the you know, as the Giants have said plenty of time, no golf clubs in front of the lockers, you know, like whatever the heck. They're, <laughs> so they're nah, what a clown. What an <laughs> oh absolute clown show he is. But um yeah. Yeah, so I, I, there, there was something to be said about the beatdown and what they delivered. Now, we wore down some guys that were getting back this week coming up with the 49ers game, one of them being our leader of Micah Parsons. Mm-hmm. When you look at Micah Parsons' total body of work, try to take your cowboy bias out of it a little bit. Yeah. Is there a, a, a still, even though he missed the final game of the season, is there still an argument for defensive player of the year? We know rookie of the year is a lock. Defensive player of the year is there still a conversation or because the TJ Watt, you know, tied the sack record and, you know, there was other guys that played better, you know, Miles Garrett was good, you know, so do you think there's still an argument to be made? Yeah, he's still in the conversation. I mean, they're still going to give, I think they'll give it to Watt, but just because of, you know, tying Strahan's record is kind of a big deal. That's he almost broke it. To, they he, took it away. Yeah, exactly. They took yeah. it away. It was crazy. Um, you know, so he'll probably get it. He still deserves to be in the conversation because again, what he's done from a statistical standpoint and the versatility and plus there's things that micah can do right now that tj watt could could never do right like in particular how about coverage tj watt's never been a coverage guy even in college at wisconsin he wasn't he wasn't coverage guy micah's been consistently able you can put him actually at corner you can put him at safety he's a freak he's a freak you want to hear something really funny as we get breaking news as we're recording right now yes sir Joe Judge fired (laughs) no way yeah dude after saying they were backing him up I swear to God, this is incredible that well, it just happened I, now. I've got, a, I've, got a, I've got some insight there. Remember, I work with Michael Lombardi and yeah. the, the GM Shuffle and so forth. And, um, you know, I follow Jay Glazer a lot, who was actually on top of the Odell Beckham um, release from the Giants before anybody. Yeah, yeah, and people yeah. Were, remember, people were bashing him. They're just like, he clickbait, clickbait. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm telling you, they're going to cut him. They just gave him a contract. They're going to cut And they cut him. Right. So Glazer was even saying this on Sunday. He said before he got all Johnny, um, Tony Toughnuts and started saying some crazy, ridiculous stuff about players begging to be back on a team and some right. nonsense, ownership was really behind him. It was about 75 to 80% they were behind him. After he made the idiotic foolishness, he lost the locker room. Yeah, he did. He definitely did. He lost, but nobody wanted to admit that. Exactly. Everybody was just like, "No, no, no, we'll be fine." They're fighting. They're yep. fighting. Like, get out of here. Get no. off your high horse. It's over. Absolutely not. And the, and the, and the, the the words and the the phrases that he would use and the whole like, I get twelve emails a day. Six of them are good. And I'm like, oh, dude, stop talking. Just stop talking. You haven't scored the more than twenty one points actually, in like a month. I actually <laughs> feel bad for our guy, Jason Garrett. That was a scapegoat move to make halfway through the season. You fired him for no reason. Honestly, if you think back, you know, think about it. They well, fired well, him for no here's, reason. Here's why I here's why I'm I'm on the opposite end because this goes back to the their real problem is they've got a John Mara problem, which which a lot of cowboy haters I don't know swear. if they have a problem anymore because they just finally listened. Well, you know? well, well. At the time, here, here's my thing. At the time, they had a Mara problem because this is what Mara does that Jerry used to do when he would hire Dave Campo mm, and so forth and I so remember. on. And and uh, 
uh, Ch- Wade Phillips, Chin Gailey, Wade <laughs> yeah, Phillips, yeah. those years, the Jerry years, the peak years and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mara still does everything that Jerry used to do, and Garrett was a Mara hire. Just like Judge was a Mara hire, Gettleman was a Mara hire, uh, at Shermer was a Mara hire, Ben McAdoo was a Mara hire. These have all been Mara guys. Right. And I'm very interested to see, the, the fact that he was fired, you're right, th- that shows me that, yeah, he's listening and so forth. But if they turn around, and what I'm hearing, and what, again, Michael Lombardi even said it himself what they're hearing is they're still going to hire a gm in-house they're doing all these interviews oh for, for they're doing there all these was, interviews there, i don't know yeah. i don't know which writer did it and this is why i get typically hell bent on some of these writers that think they have a credibility b they just like to say stuff just to stir the pot right but there was room not even a rumor somebody said it's time to give the the entire bag to a guy like will mcclay and steal him from dallas i said <laughs> get out of here bro that is our guy I, he is drafted we both yeah i tweeted that out you, you that was you that was okay me. so yeah that was i'm me, sitting man. there i'm like just somebody <laughs> said it and i'm like are you out of your mind there's not enough money in the world it was for me to leave dallas it was ed warder oh, well, ed warder and i'm just like one. bro come on man yeah no better than that. Well, that's okay because fish. I know you're a, a fish guy, but like it's my guy. Yeah. Well, he tweeted out. He's like, well, uh, looks like the Broncos. This is before Fangio got fired. Right. He's like, looks like the the favorite for the Broncos job was Dan Quinn. And I was like, wait a minute, timeout. Like that job's not even available yet. Stop <laughs> doing this, fish. Like I get it. You have sources. You have insiders. I I, I totally understand what a journalist is supposed to do. But mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, <laughs> like, <laughs> give the guy for, let the let the, the the ink dry on the guy's release papers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, they, yeah. they, before you start writing off Dan Quinn. Now, I bring up Dan Quinn for that reason. Do you think knee-jerk gut reaction right now is Dan Quinn one and done? Because obviously he's not getting fired. I'm talking about him taking a head coaching <laughs> job. He's turned his defense from literally worst to first almost. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's this, The defense is the reason why we're in a position that we're in right absolutely. now. So absolutely. do you think that Dan Quinn has done enough to earn himself? No, correct. I'll correct that question. Dan Quinn has definitely done enough to do whatever he wants yeah. going forward. Does he stay in Dallas or does he leave for greener pastures and get a head coaching job again? Um, talk to me. My gut feeling right now, I'm torn. It could be either or. I wouldn't be surprised either or because you got to remember, I just got this report on my way here, like running a billion errands today, that the Dolphins want to talk to him now. And I heard the Bears might want to talk to him and the Broncos want to talk to him. He is, he's, he's a red hot name right now. Well, you want to talk about a bullshit firing with Brian Flores. Oh my God. We, oh my we, we can God. get into that. that. Don't no, get me on my soapbox with that. I don't want to get, yeah, God, I Jesus don't. Christ. Yesterday was a big, when, oh when that God. happened, me and Gooch were sitting here on our daily show and I'm sitting there, I'm like, that is the worst thing I've ever read. One of like, the worst firings in NFL history. That, that has, to, say, be, has, has to, to be. Has and to be. I'm like, this has is you. You started off one and seven, which at that point you're mm-hmm. like, you know what? Yeah, at the, at if the time, yeah. If, if that team's right. not going to battle for him, right. Get him out of town. Yes. But the fact that they battled all the way back and were within a game of making the playoffs, my God. Anyway, ta- awful <laughs> off topic. Didn't want to go too far, but I do worry about losing a guy like Dan Quinn. I do too. The, and here's my here's my theory. Okay. If the Dallas Cowboys don't end the drought this year and mm-hmm. we, we get bounced by somebody, whether it be round one, round two, NFC title game, whatever, mm-hmm. losing the Super Bowl, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Dan Quinn comes back for unfinished business. I think that he has a he has the camaraderie with his team right now that he this is his he likes being in control of one side of the ball. Yeah. Head coaching is a whole nother world. He bro. knows that. And he knows, he that. knows that. Yeah, firsthand. Right, right. He's failed. Right. Yes, and I'm not yes. saying failed. He's got to a Super Bowl. Which again, there's only 30 coaches that do that, or yeah. 31 coaches. Well, two coaches out of the 32 teams do that every yeah. year. I yeah. correct myself there. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I so, saw where you were going. I'm, you know where I was going. <laughs> it's been a long day. Um, but like honestly, like Dan Quinn is one guy that I want to retain. Mm-hmm. 
flip the side of the coin. Are you okay with Kellen Moore walking if he gets a job somewhere? Based off of what you've seen, I want to say as a whole, because right before the like before the bye, we're the best offense in football. You can't touch us, right? Right. The bye hits, Dak gets hurt. We're all, you know, kind of starting on a downward slide. The offense starts to piss everybody off. Uh, we're throwing bubble screens like it's our job to do so. Um, where do you feel? Where where are you standing on Kellen Moore right now? Well, I think I, I wouldn't be. I'm, I'm the, I, I kind of have the same answer, man. It's like I can see I can see more leaving. I could definitely see him leaving, I, and I I wouldn't be as hurt with him leaving. And I know that's weird to say, considering he's been there longer, and him and Dak have a rapport or whatnot. Mm. But it's just our offense is so loaded. We're way more loaded offensively and more money's tied into the offense long term. There's not going to be the only reshuffle really is going to be on the offensive line. You know, our, our, I don't even think there's not going to be much of a shuffle there. Yeah. You think Tyron's still on a long deal. Martin's still on a long deal. Yeah, Big tree fall hard. I mean, but, but but the draft, I I think draft wise, I can really see that, that unit getting revamped. But I say that to say this with more, if more were to go, I have the utmost faith. I really have a lot of faith in Will McClay because Will McClay doesn't just help out with staff. I mean, with personnel, he helps out with staff too. He does. He has a lot of input to Steven in terms of who needs to come in to coach these guys up. And he had a big say in um, Dan Quinn coming on board. So that lets me know that if, if we were to lose, uh, just to bring it all wholesale, if we were to lose one of those guys, I have 100% faith that Will McClay is going to buckle down and, and Steven are going to make the right hire to make. To, to I think McCarthy's also going to have a lot to say uh, yes. as far as that yes. hire is concerned. But I yes. will throw out one name that I threw out on Twitter already of what I want. Mm-hmm. In the event that Dan Quinn goes for greener pastures and we lose a D.C., Mike Zimmer, come on home, buddy. Oh, absolutely. Come on home, absolutely. man. That, that would be an that'd be, that'd be a slam dunk steal that'd for the a, Cowboys. To that grab. would be a slam dunk. And the, the, the position, I mean, the piece is already on the chessboard. Yes. You know, like, go checkmate. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like go go get your sure. go get that done. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um now let's uh let's take a little bit of a break because mm-hmm. I do want to check on some of the breaking news and and see what's going on with the Joe Judge situation right now. When we come back, we're going to talk all things 49ers. Oh, Between yeah. the rivalry that we have <laughs> with them and the the game coming up on Sunday afternoon, we're going to dive knee deep into this 49ers wild card showdown. We'll be back right after this. What's up, everybody? This is Dave Sturcio, co-owner of Chop Sports and, of course, the Chop Sports Podcast Network. And I'm here to remind you that each and every day, Monday through Friday at 11 o'clock Eastern, we're going live. That's right. It's the Chop Sports Daily live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. At around 1230, this becomes a podcast in which you can stream it on your favorite platforms, such as iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Each and every day, myself and Gooch go over the previous night's sports, a couple games to look forward to, and of course, we always spark a really great conversation. You can join the conversation by watching us on YouTube Live or download the podcast when that becomes available. That's every day. Check out the Chop Sports Daily. You know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. 
They work with BCBS, AAA, AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it. They got it. Go see Craig and Johnine right now. All right, welcome back to All About the Star. I hope you guys uh, are doing well out there. We want to thank you. I want to thank you personally for downloading this podcast, subscribing to the podcast. Do yourself a favor. Check out The Daily Show. It features myself and Gooch every single day at 11 o'clock in the morning until till about 12, 12.30, sometimes 1. I mean, it all depends on the, the hot-button topics that cross our desk over at Chop Sports. We are on YouTube. Go subscribe to the channel. And, of course, all of our podcasts, including this one right here, All About the Star, can be found on ChopSportsMedia.com. We're back with you go boy Yo. i'm so glad you guys are are uh you know listening to this episode because we've been trying to work on this for like three weeks trying to get you yeah, back in the studio schedules man but i schedules. think that this is perfect because it's the it's the playoffs and yeah, we're here absolutely, absolutely we've made it so the dallas cowboys i'll ask you straight up did you I, you had to have you made a prediction in the beginning of the season yeah what was I the did. record i thought with the added game i thought we I always shoot for, with our talent, I always shoot for 11 games. 11. 11 wins. If everyone's healthy. So you, you said 11 and I said 6 11. would be the I said score. 11 and 6, I'd be, I was happy. Oh, 11, 11 and 6 or 11 and 7? 11 and 6. 11 and 6. Yeah. 11 and 6. I said 11 and 6, I'll take that. Yeah. So I, I did nail a 12 and 5 prediction. That's oh, what really? I thought this team was going to do. Nice, now, nice. expectations are one thing. Uh, frustration is another because obviously there was a time period where everybody was kind of like, uh, I don't know, should we write off the Cowboys now? Because after that bye week, Dak went down. Dak wasn't the same, blah, blah, blah. We dropped one to Denver. We dropped one here and there to to teams that we should have beaten, right? Yeah. But if you look at it as a whole, and you look at those five losses, right, that mm-hmm. came up in this NFL season, one was the Brady, one was the Mahomes, right? So that's that's two right there. Can't be okay? mad at those two. You can't be mad at those like, two. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of people said in a, in a big spot, uh, we should have beat the Chiefs, and I and I agree to a certain extent. We could have probably handled the Chiefs had we been playing a little better on the offensive side of the ball. Oh yeah, uh, the Brady. I mean, the first opening night was the best non-win we've had in a long time. Right. You went toe to toe with the champs and Tom Brady, and they were all at full strength. Absolutely, and that's before yeah, Antonio Brown relost his mind. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they had everybody over there, right? Yeah, so everybody yeah. was running well over there. That's two losses. Then you look, we we swept the division straight up. As we should have. Six and oh. We're better than those guys. Great. Uh we lost we dropped one to um who I just mentioned before, the Denver Broncos. We lost one to the Raiders, who are now a playoff team. We lost one to uh the other AFC West team. Um, oh, we already talked about Mahomes already. So that's two more. And I think they lost uh the other game was off the top to of my Cardinals. Head, Cardinals. To the Cardinals. Kyler Murray, another playoff team. So yeah. overall, they won the games they should have won. I think when you look at this team on paper, they probably should have won the Broncos game, the Raiders game. Absolutely the Raiders so, game. The Raiders game. Absolutely so, like, that's Raiders two game. right there. You add another two after 12. That's 14 wins. Like, there was a time, there was a time when we were rolling, right? Yeah. yeah. There was a time people were talking 15 and 2. Like, they were talking like that. And I was just like. 14 and 3. I was hearing Yeah. That. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, I don't know. Calm down. Pump the brakes. You know? But then I started to believe, you know? Yeah. Now, going into this wild card weekend, we draw the 49ers. They basically, and as I talked, I talked to Tony Catalina of bloggingtheboys.com, mm-hmm. this conversation, he said the 49ers just emptied the clip just to get to the playoffs. <laughs> now, do you do you buy into that theory of, of knowing that they, they, they basically used every bit of energy they had just to get here? Does that translate into the next game, which means, again, Sunday, 430? That is that's a that's a good theory, mm-hmm. and, and you know you could you could use that theory with the Packers that uh, 
to draw some parallels when they knocked us off in 2016 because they got smoked the next week by the Falcons. So I thought that we were better than two. We we're better both teams. Right. So yeah, in theory that can't, that you can look at it that way. I'm kind of against that considering that they were just in the Super Bowl two years ago and they're battle tested, you know? So I don't really think that applies to them. Okay. Like team, teams, fair. teams that have that they've, they've tasted or nearly tasted the mountaintop recently their battle test they know how to play in the playoffs they know how to win close games they they have that championship mental or near championship mental so i wouldn't say that applies here with them um it's particularly defensively particularly defensively um because they, get, they don't have the blitz to get to you that's that's nah, the bosa is a game uh, record bosa is a game record game record armstead too these are a lot of first rounders on that for on that line mm-hmm. man the secondary is questionable like most teams um, and again, they've got a coach that's experienced that knows how to draw things up. It's cliche, but it will come. I, I said this the second it was clinched. I was watching it with my brother, who's a 49er fan. Ah, that's so right. House divided for good, sure. Good luck with that one. Uh, we won't be in the same house for the game. Don't <laughs> worry. I'll, I'll be at the Cowboys bar, Team Dez up the street. Uh, um, but um, it's going to come down to the quarterback. There's play. a bar called Team Dez. Team Dez, yeah. Where is this? This is in Union, New Jersey. I'm writing this down. It's <laughs> in Union, New Jersey on Morris Dez. Avenue. Okay. Yes. Team Dez. Oh, Sports I, bar. Why do I feel like I know that? My brother lives in that area, so maybe I'll yes. check that out. I think they got bought out. They're now Signature Bar, but everyone still calls it Team Dez. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it. it's, it's a Cowboy bar. I like it. I love it too. All right. Um, So yeah, I'll be there watching the game. Uh, But like I said, it will come down to the quarterback play. If Dak plays his game and he's never played a bad game in the playoffs, think about it. Think about it. He's never had like a... He's had shootouts with Aaron Rodgers. He's beaten beaten Russell Wilson. He's... Yeah. I mean, I guess the game against the Rams, you really... I mean, that was our run defense that just kind of imploded. Our defense let us down. Our defense let us down. Dak didn't stink it up. Dak has not... And I'm I'm saying this... to God that this doesn't jinx him, but if Dak He's plays it, four picks, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh my God, Mister Negative, you said that I'm the just, Giants, the Giants are going to score a touchdown as, as we're walking to the stadium, folks. <laughs> I didn't forget right. that. Um, but no, if, if I don't da- really remember that, but go ahead. <laughs> Whatever. If if Dak plays a clean game, but more importantly. If we run the ball for 100 yards and Dak plays a clean game, we're going to win. We might win by two scores. Because, again, that, that's – what did I say last time I was here? When our offense is in rhythm, we are we're, – we're just as good as the Chiefs' offense and mm-hmm. just as good as the Packers' offense. The two, In my opinion, the two best offenses in football when everything's clicking. Because, right. again, you can't double-team everybody. True. So if, 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 that, if, we get, if Dak plays a clean game – doesn't turn the ball over and we can run the ball and protect we're gonna win you know what i mean but the 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 thing with the with the uh with the 49ers is if it's a r- gritty dirty grimy our run game versus your run game that we I don't want i don't want them. that game i give the nod to them i don't they get the nod because they know how to win those types of they games. they literally have uh, like eli elijah mitchell had a great year about i think it was just over 900 yards he got hurt a little bit so like he's he was banged up for a little bit yeah but like we have the zeke and the pollard thing right yeah. the, the boom and the and the splash mm-hmm. they got eli mitchell and then they got freaking debo, and debo. samuel and debo. he's, he's all X-Factor. of a sudden the tony pollard he's the x-factor out of the backfield and across the middle that's the one thing that really drives me nuts right now is containing him. And I understand that I, I've never seen like Trayvon Diggs like travel with the best receiver per se. Not yet, at least. He's they stick to their guns and they, you know, he does typically, you know, guard one on one the best guy on the field. That just happens to line up that way, right? Yeah. But like I think they really, really need to 
start eliminating people, you know, yeah. based off of, you know, matchups and Diggs and Debo, right? And I think that I, uh, this is going to sound crazy, but Leighton Vander Esch has to have the game of his life covering George Kittle. No, well, I disagree with that. And Keanu Neal. Well, I, I, I was not, yeah. Okay, well, I disagree with that because Go ahead. our formula is it was it was shown during the during the Chiefs during the Chiefs game because Curse pretty much was just traveled Curse traveled with with uh, Kelsey just like That's you true. would want you would want Diggs to travel with the number one. That's the blueprint, right? Because uh, Curse has that versatility, and he's coming back, and so he's coming yeah. back, and he's coming back. He's rested. Curse traveling with Kittle, I'm fine with that. Because, okay, cause, I'm with Because if you don't have a player like Curse who can travel, then you got to do what the Titans did. The Titans just doubled Kittle all game after the first drive. They were just, you know what? Titans Garoppolo, definitely had the recipe on how to stop them. Yeah, exactly. They were just like, listen, you can't like Garoppolo, Shanahan. You can't have Kittle tonight. You just can't have him. You can't have him. But they didn't have a play. Other than um, Kevin Byard, the, their safety, mm-hmm. he's okay, but he's not. He's not built like that. Curse is built that way. You can put him, I feel 100% comfortable, put him on Kittle all day and let them have a WWE match because you got two, yeah. two, two grown men over there fighting yeah. it out. Yeah. My thing is, what do we do with Debo? Because you could just say, yeah, just put, put Micah on him. But I want Micah rushing. I want Micah getting, getting after Garoppolo's ass. That's what I want. And while I think that's a good recipe uh, to get, I think if you flush Garoppolo out, He's not a good quarterback Turnovers are in coming. this league. Right. Turnovers are coming. Right. So They're coming. My only thing is, can we just get away with rushing Gregory and Lawrence and not having to worry? Like, like Parsons, on occasion, send his ass. Like, go after him. Yeah. But, uh, like, I would say almost this might be the first game that I'm almost leaning towards. Play a little bit more linebacker. Play a little bit more of the, the, the players out of the backfield. Agreed. Stuff like that. Because I think we have the talent on the D-line to not have to worry about Parsons. But, yes, we have that luxury yes. of having Parsons. Situ- situ- it's, it, it, I agree. That's the recipe. I think situationally, because I, I I forgot, like I was in like week one through four mode when D Law was hurt, and like it was just Gregory rotating with like Mike. I forgot we have D Law back. Yes, <laughs> you know, this yes. Is, and this is what you're paying him twenty million dollars for to get, to get after the quarterback. So, yes, I want I want in spots. Yes, you send Micah to be the freaking enforcer. And yeah, get of course, after Garoppolo. But I'm with you. I think you know what I think they're going to take a similar um, formula when we play uh, Minnesota. Micah did a lot. He he rushed a lot, but he did a lot of linebacker play, and he cleaned up a lot of screens. Minnesota they're they're known for screen passes with Cook and Madison and guys out and a fullback mm-hmm. and tight end and guys out of back far, backfield. Micah he he destroyed their screen game. So Micah as a linebacker, as a true linebacker and a situational pass situational pass rusher, that's the formula. That's the key because they're gonna they run a lot of bootlegs. I, I watch tons of 49er games because you know for the, for the GM shuffle because my brother watches right. so I can give him honest feedback. But they run a lot of bootlegs. They run a lot of short stuff. They run a lot of screens. Quarterback. I mean, we're just gonna have to make screens. open field tackles like our they're, lives depend they're gonna, on. It. They're gonna make us play side to side because that's their game. That's what they do. They're gonna they're gonna stretch to set up things further down the road because Shanahan's a great coordinator. He's a he schemes up money plays. That's what he does. So so that's that's gonna be key. Our linebacker play. I'm with you. I'm 100 with you there. Mm. Our linebacker play is going to be key to stopping their offense. All right. So what's the one thing that scares you the most about this game in particular? Not it could be either side of the ball. Like like does obviously the the 49ers are loaded. I think they're loaded with talent, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and the, so are we, right? Yeah. We we yeah. have the guys. What is the the one thing that stands out to you right now that you're like I don't know about this. And you can't say Greg Zerline because nobody knows, <laughs> nobody knows about him. 
Our, our offensive line. Okay. Our offensive line. It's, it, it's low-hanging fruit to to get on the kicker because yeah. it's four quarters. A lot, right. A lot, I hate it. It's a cop-out, but it, it's the truth. A right. lot, there's a lot of plays aside from those kicks, unless it's a game-winning kick. Correct. Know, so to speak. Um, so, yeah, our offensive line. If Because you remember, Tyron, even when he came back, he didn't really play that well against Arizona. I watched mm-hmm. that game. So, if our offensive line, which in my opinion is the key to the game, it's the key to the game. If our, off- or our offensive line plays their best game of the year, we'll win. If our offensive line is shaky with their defensive front, with Bosa and Armstead, it's going to be tough. They're going to they're going to make they're going to make it tough to run. They're going to get after Dak, and we're going to have problems moving the ball. Because again, I don't want a low scoring, grimy game that yeah. falls right in line with. With their with what they want to do because they don't want Jimmy Garoppolo dropping back. Yeah, you're not going punch for times. punch. You're not going punch yeah, for punch for the Cowboys. You're not doing that. They don't want that smoke. They don't want him dropping back because again, if they drop back thirty times, if say okay, I'll I'll I'll, I'll debunk this right there. If if Garoppolo has to drop back thirty to thirty five times, he's going to turn the ball over and get sacked. Minimum somewhere between three to six times. Some combination is right. going to happen because that's just him. That's just, That's been him his entire career. They don't want that. They want him throwing the ball at most maybe 20 times, 15 wow. to 20 times. That's low. That's their that's their game. I know. Look at the, that's, that's pretty low. Look at the <laughs> NFC Championship game against the Packers a couple of years ago. I didn't watch. I went to the movies. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I hate Rodgers and I don't like the 49ers. Right. My brother, he, he, he was home alone. He enjoyed that. Yeah. When I came back and watched the highlights, I was like, geez, Jesus Christ, how many times did Garoppolo throw it? Like five or eight times? Mostert ran for like 200 yards yeah, and four touchdowns. Yeah, was the Mostert game. I was like, that's what, in a perfect world, that's what Shanahan wants. Yeah, and we, I agree. We can't have that. We can't, if they run us out of the building, we'll be home. We'll be one and done, and we can't, we can't allow that. Do you think this would go down as one of the worst one and dones if we lose this game? Like, if we if we drop this game with the team that we have right now, and at, as of right now, knock on wood, it is uh, Tuesday, January 11th, as we record this, <laughs> we're at full health. Yes. You know, like, except for, obviously, uh, Michael Gallup, who we lost a couple weeks ago. But, like, overall, we're at full health. Yeah. This would be an epic collapse of a team like this. Like, Agreed. there's so many aspirations right now for this team to make a run. We haven't had the opportunity to make a run in a couple years, right? Now that we're here, you know, where's your confidence level at? Like, besides this game, and we'll get to the picks in a minute, but, like, where's your confidence level in the 2021 Dallas Cowboys to make a run and end this shitty drought (laughs) for the last, what feels like, eight decades? I I felt that. I felt that. You feel it. I feel it, too, when I'm saying it. Where's your confidence level? Give me a give me a percentage of the chances that we get. At, you know what? I'll, I'll throw it even a lighter softball to you. Right? <laughs> you're sitting back. You're, you're cocked back. You're ready to rock this thing. Can the Cowboys get to the NFC title game? Yes, I believe. They and you're can. confident in that? Yes, I am. If we if our offensive line plays well, it's <laughs> always a caveat. That's that's the, that's no, I mean, I get that's it. that's the key. That's the key, man. If our and I'm with you on that in the sense of it would one and done would be terrible, and you know, the worst in recent memory. People ask me like which. Which one of the? It's like asking like which one of your exes hurt you the most? Like which? <laughs> they all which, suck. They all they all suck. Right. Which which playoff failure hurt the most? The 07 one hurt the most to me. The Giants to game, me yeah. that hurt more than the than the sixteen. Sixteen hurt, but again, even afterward, kids, I, I was like Dak and Zeke are rookies, right? Like so, I expect them to be in the mix their whole careers for the next decade. Right. So I was like, and relatively they have been. And relatively they have been. They right. went to the playoffs two years later. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They missed it the following year because Zeke got suspended and a lot of injuries. So right. 
this one would hurt as much as 07 because 07 they were loaded. I mean, 07, 13. they also had a bye. So it's like they, and they, they had one, a bye. Less, one less game they'll even play. 13 wins. Thir- excuse me. 13. Yeah, 13 wins, 13 Pro Bowlers. You had a bye. You were really healthy. Aside from T.O., who had tweaked his, uh, his ankle, you were healthy on defense and all three phases, and it was there. And you and let and you, and dipty you let, Eli Manning beat you. You let the, the bum-ass Giants. <laughs> who won the Super who Bowl. Who won the year. Super Bowl that year and then won it again uh, three years later, you let them come into your building. After You smoked them. You smoked them like that loud pack twice during a regular season. You let them come in, and you just simply just stopped running the ball in the second half. Because I've rewatched that game a couple times because I like to hurt myself. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like... <laughs> I choose not to watch the losses. I just don't do it. <laughs> Sometimes I do, just to remind myself of of, of just wh- how far they've come from the front office standpoint. Yeah. You know what I mean, so it's just like... So yeah, this would hurt as much as the 07 one, because the, the 16 one sucked and it hurt but it didn't hurt as much as 07 because 07 I was like this team should go to the Super Bowl and remember we beat the Packers during a regular season with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers even though Aaron Rodgers was a kid mm. but everything was there everything was set for them in 07 yeah everything the table was, was definitely set so yeah I think this would be up there with speaking 07. of ex-girlfriend sure. F off Jessica Simpson <laughs> <laughs> that season uh, but anyway um, alright so look it, it's here you know the, the people are going to be listening to this on Wednesday Thursday Friday leading up to the game there's a lot of content to consume as far as I'm concerned, as far as this podcast, as far as all everybody else's podcast shows, writing articles, I, I watched. I watched. I read an incredible article put up by Patrick Walker today of CBS Sports. He's always on the money with things. I think No C is one of the That's best my guy. in the game. That is my guy. He's the only one that right now has filled me with any kind of optimism for this game. <laughs> uh, because as soon as, dude, you don't understand. Like, I. I we clinched the playoffs a couple weeks back, right? And I was yeah, just like, like a is, month ago. This is great, right? <laughs> like a month ago. This is so great. We're in the playoffs, right? Yeah. And then, like, as the season gets older, and like you start to find out, like, who's going to be around, who's going to, who you're going to play, and this, that, and the third. When it, when it was announced and we saw it all play out in week 18 that it was going to be the 49ers, I was like sunk in, but I'm just like, Dave, would you be happy with anybody? Like, you don't want to play the game, right? <laughs> At this point last year, I'm, I'm thinking, what team do I want to see make a run in the playoffs? Same thing two years ago. What team do I want to? Now we're there, and it's just like, I don't want to be here. Like I don't, I don't like it here. This is stressful to me. And I tell you what, bro, and I and I swear to this. So my heart sunk when it was the 49ers. I got a lot of 49er friends. Like I just know that it's my just bro- going to be my a, brother. your brother, my right? Brother, you got yeah. you have a family member that's like yeah. that. So I knew then, right? And I was like, oh man, whatever. Sinking feeling. Don't like it. I re got a sinking feeling when they announced the time of the game. All they, all they had to do was just say, by the way, you're not only playing the 49ers, but now it's at 4.30 on Sunday. I'm just like, they just ruined my Sunday dinner. I can't even, I can't even sit down and eat pasta. Like, what am I going to do? This is going to be terrible. So, I obviously, yes, I'm, a, I'm jacked up and I'm jazzed up that the Dallas Cowboys, this team that we've watched, you know, all year is, is in the dance, right? So now we're there. Give me something to believe in. What is the final score of this game? Did the Dallas Cowboys get it done this Sunday and move on to more than likely Tampa, Tampa Bay, Tampa Tampa Bay, maybe I want to say, look, push comes to shove and Jalen hurts puts on some kind of magic (laughs) and takes out Tom Brady, which again, we've seen crazier things. Don't laugh too hard. That that happens. I'll buy a Jalen hurts. Jersey. Don't you you even don't wear it. I won't wear it. Don't don't even joke like that. Don't, don't donate to the cause, but I want to say like that could trip up and then the Cowboys could possibly host a second game, right? Yeah. And then the Eagles win again, and then they beat them in Lambeau <laughs> Field. All of a sudden, we're playing the Eagles in the NFC title game. No, but seriously, going into this week, 
how do you feel? Are 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 the Cowboys going to get this done this week? So, I um I took a I'm taking a different route now that I'm older and I've been hurt so many times by Dallas. We're scarred and forever. We're scarred. Yeah, the PTSD is. I've I've changed therapists. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good. Uh, I found love. I'm awesome. Um, so it's like, um, I feel better. I I didn't feel go- good going into the Green Bay game that the Dez caught a game. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel good that whole week. I was nervous because we were plus we were undefeated on the road. So you would think I'd feel good. Road Warriors. So, yep. Yeah, I remember. Um, I I feel good coming in this week. Um, because I feel like Dak and Zeke and some of the guys that have that have been there since sixteen since sixteen when they were babies, when they were pups, that they understand the task at hand. We're still a young team, but our our core guys, aside from Micah and aside from Diggs, they've they're battle tested. You know, they've been there. They understand like what's required at this point of the year. You know, Clayton Vanderesh was there in eighteen, you know, mm-hmm. and uh um, uh, um, CJ Coop, Anderson was just kicking our ass. CJ Anderson still running. CJ Anderson is still running. To this day, he's still fat, running LA. That so fat bastard stopped running a long time. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> he's running Krispy Kreme. Right. Uh, so, um, but no, I just, I, I, I as long as I, I stand by this, as long as Dak is the face and healthy and and spearheading this thing, I feel like we can beat anybody. It's, 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 that's just how I feel. You know, I, you know, I understand the whole debate that, you know, and I, just to go off on a quick side tangent, you know, the Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, they get a pass for some reason and they play in the AFC, the NFC North, which is a shitty division. It's worse than ours. It's worse than ours. Mm -hmm. They have the Lions twice and the Bears twice and the, 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 Vikings. the Vikings, and they actually lost to the Vikings. Right, <laughs> they couldn't get out of their own yeah, division. Exactly. I, trust but me, I, I know. they go five and one in theirs. But, uh, bro, but they're, try, they're the try class, being me. They're the I, class I gotta, of the NFC. I got to work with this guy every day. And, <laughs> and, and as much as I love my business partner, and he's my brother, but it's like I, I can't. I, I can't. The pack to him, the Packers could do no wrong. Of so, course, and it's, of and course, it's, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. You have. You have, you know, COVID Jesus as your quarterback. I get it. But, but anyway, but, but anyway, so, but what no. are you talking about? He's immunized. Relax. <laughs> He's immunized. <laughs> Relax with that. <laughs> I just got my booster. So I, I, yeah. feel, I can say that. I can say that. Um, but um, but no, uh, I just believe, I believe in number four. I believe in Dak, man. Like, like Dak, he's not perfect. Then again, no quarterback is, but the numbers don't lie. The only two quarterbacks that have thrown for over 4,000 yards and less than 10 interceptions and 30 plus touchdowns is COVID Jesus <laughs> and Dak Prescott. Yeah. So you're right. People, I so saw that people, stat today. So exactly. So for people, you know, who want to get on the Dak, the Dak haters, they're just like the LeBron haters. He, there's nothing he can do, but I tell you what he can do. If Dak is to win a Super Bowl and were to conquer Rodgers and Brady in route to winning it, I don't care who's in the Super Bowl at that point. It could be it could be Mahomes or it could be the Titans who are the one seed and mm. beat and beat the Chiefs. It doesn't matter if he conquers and slays the Kings on his way there. You like you're gonna ha- there's a lot of friends that are gonna have to block me on social media because <laughs> I, I, I'm already incorrigible. I, I, as, listen, as I, I'm, getting, already. I'm just getting goosebumps even thinking yeah. about the fact that we you slay the beast on the way and then you conquer the overall goal. That listen, is how you do it. This is this is the path. It. This is the path we've chosen. And, and to be it was the three always seed. it was always gonna be this way. This is what I was. T- I'd always tell Cowboy fans and Cowboy haters. I was like, it was always at some point whether Dallas got the one seed or not. You're gonna have to see Rodgers or Brady or both. It's inevitable. They're mm-hmm. final bosses for a reason. And honestly, I want it that way. 
I want it that way. Here's why you should want it that way. Because when the dynasty got started in the 90s, who did the Cowboys have to beat to start the dynasty? The 49ers. The, the 49ers in San Francisco. Right. In San Francisco. So wh- why can they get it done, but this team can't get it done? You know what I mean? It, it, Again, it, it, I think eyes. it's a stigma thing. I, a, I think it, I think people stigma. are just buried in their in their recent past, and I'm one of those guys. I'm one of those guys that right. literally can't get over this hump until I see it. It has to happen. Um, I was I was telling this to another homie that I grew up with, who's a Cowboy fan. He's nervous and he probably listens to the wrestling promos or whatever. He's like, "Yeah, man, I don't know. We might choke it away or what." And I was like, "Bro, they're not going to be champions till they're champions." You just got it's just that simple, you know. You know, it's gonna happen when it's gonna happen, you know. And a prime example, I hate to draw parallels, but look at college football, you know, I mean, Georgia and Alabama was Georgia's like adversary, kryptonite, kryptonite, yeah, for years. And some of those Georgia teams were loaded, some of those Georgia teams were loaded, were good enough to win national championships, about two or three of them recently, and they didn't. Become champions until they got they knew who, they knew who the final boss was going to be. Mm-hmm. They lost to them earlier. They actually got smoked by them in the SEC championship, mm-hmm. but they got to see them for a second time, and they were just like, you know what? Not today, not today. You know, we don't care about the refs. We don't care about the calls. We don't care I, about I the. I was going to bring up the refs, but I just decided not to because I'm so tired. Of talking I, about I, it. I'm 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 past that. You know, I, what got me past it completely was the Des thing. I was like, you know what? At times they're going to take it. That's just what it is. But everybody's go everybody has their version of that at some point whether they're at the home or on the road you've got four quarters mm-hmm. and you're not going to get shafted out of every call for four quarters that's impossible right you see what i'm saying yeah so of it's course. like so it is what it is it's all a part of it it's going to make the championship that much sweeter and i'm just i'm a big thing this is how i live life i'm a big thing big co- proponent of speaking things into existence everything i've spoken to existence from the moment that dak and zeke were rookies has happened. I was like, Dak is going to be the face of this organization. He's going to be better than Romo. Statistically, he'll be better than Aikman and Staubach. He already has. Check one. I said Zeke will be our best back since Emmett. He has been. Numbers don't lie. People can say whatever they want uh-huh. about him. And I agree with there. you. He has been. And I told and I said the second we lose Jason Garrett when he is gone, then we then realistically Cowboy fans can start talking about Super Bowl because he's not that guy. He's not that guy. He's not the guy as a coordinator. He's not the guy as a coach. And McCarthy's here and. To, uh, what, uh, what two years after he was fired, COVID season aside, we don't count last year. We're in the playoffs. Won our division, double digit wins. So the the mo- think about it. The most games Garrett won in his whole tenure was twelve. McCarthy's done that in year two. It took Garrett four, five years to get that point. McCarthy's got that in, tw- in, in two years. And he's got the horses, man. The, the team is stacked. The team is loaded. The stage is set, ladies and gentlemen. It's all it there. all goes down on sa- uh, Sunday afternoon, 4.30 at night. Romo's uh, on Romo, the call. Romo on the and, call. And Nance. And that, Jim that, Nance. That, that, I'm excited about that. Hello, when I heard friends, Fox, Jim Nance. When I heard Fox wasn't on the call, I was like, now we got a shot. You, you know, it's funny. When that <laughs> schedule came out and I saw CBS uh, for the, the later slate, I was like, ah, it's an AFC game. That, like, my mind went there. Okay. I was like, my mind, I was like, ah, it can't be Dallas because they're the NFC. They'll definitely be on Fox or ESPN. I was worried about being the Monday night game. I did not want anything to do. I did not do. want that either. I did not want anything to yeah, do. But you know why CBS took that? Because they want Cowboys Bucks. 
Of course. They want that that's gonna Cowboys Bucks would be higher than the Super Bowl. Yeah, that probably <laughs> no, would keep, be. Keep it, keep, it, keep it a stack, bro. Yeah, we'll stack. see. We'll see. But listen, bro, I appreciate you coming back in here Always, after uh, a little bit of a hiatus. And I know the schedules never really link up until now. I think it's a perfect time because it's playoff time. Hopefully we're talking more playoffs after this week. And obviously speaking to existence. You man. think it's gonna happen. Again, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I can't <laughs> even make a prediction. I make predictions every single week on this podcast. Can't do it yet. I can't. I, I won't with the score either. Yeah. I, I'll just predict that I think that we'll pull it out. But I don't know. I'm not going to predict what the score is. Yeah, I'm going to have to I, wait. I don't, I don't do that. I actually stop doing that unless I'm in a, on a podcast that forces me to. I, yeah, yeah. I kind of don't because it's the NFL. All right, what's the score going to be? <laughs> nope, 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 not happening. <laughs> so anyway, I want to thank you guys for joining us here on All About the Star. You can check out this podcast each and every week. Uh, we drop on Wednesdays. Dude, plug away. What do you got going on with yourself? Oh, man. So I was just in Brooklyn. I was shooting a new music video with nice. my main man, Eddie Heartthrob, that's my little brother. Um, the, the name of the song is called Jonah the Great. Um, it's it's going to drop. I'll probably drop it uh, probably on my birthday. I might drop it on my birthday, February 16th. Nice. Uh, birthday gift to myself into the world. Um, so new single coming out, new video coming out, bunch of new videos coming out as well. You can find me on my website, u-goboy.com. That has all my social medias. And just type in u-goboy on Spotify, Apple Music, Facebook, Instagram, yada, yada, yada. I'll come right up. Some dope music, dope visuals. And uh, hopefully the theme song for the show one day. Bro. Yeah, bro. Like, I, got I you. know. You're talking to Gooch right before we started going. <laughs> yeah. I listen, I'm all for it. You know me. All right, man. So thank you again for coming in. Oh, Let's go, Cowboys. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Peace.